The following is a hoop ball presentation. We're back. We're back. We are back. We are back. Welcome back to hoop ball DFS today. We are back. Uh, we have had one of the shortest off-seasons in NBA history, or the shortest off-season in NBA history, but it has been too long. But DFS today, we are we are ready to get going again. We are jumping into a uh, Friday, the 11th of December slate. Uh, it is obviously pre-season, so there's a fair bit of uh, um, messing around that can go on with that. But uh, yeah, if you uh, don't remember me or you're just tuning in for the first time, my name is Brenton Eckersley. Uh, I'm hosting today all the way from Adelaide in South Australia. So um, yeah, welcome, welcome back, or just welcome if you're new to DFS today. Hey, uh, we got a new pairing here today. Uh, I have uh, basically recorded my shows uh, previously with Micah Potria over there in Connecticut. Uh, I'll still be doing that on a Monday, for, uh, sorry, on a Sunday for the Monday slates. But uh, we've got a new pairing here, new team, uh, f- familiar voice to the Hootball listeners, though. Uh, I'll be teaming up today with David Menkoff, the boy from New York City. We're back, Dave. Looking forward to it, Brenton. Really excited to uh, to jump on with you tonight. Yeah, man, we'll see what we can uh, bring out of this uh, this slate in our in our first team up, and uh, hopefully we can give the guys uh, guys and girls out there a, a bit of an idea of who to look at. And um, yeah, I, I, that's what I wanted to start with here, actually. Um, you know, we kind of chatted a little bit before we started recording, but w- what are you generally looking at here in this slate? I mean, I, I'm probably don't know about you, but I'm probably headed away from a lot of big salary players here. Are, are you kind of feeling the same thing? Absolutely. Uh, it, it's going to be interesting, uh, given you mentioned it earlier, the short uh, transition from the playoffs right into preseason basketball. A lot of these teams are, are coming in with, with little to no rest, and uh, it's, it's going to be interesting to see. I'm really looking forward to seeing a lot of these young guys versus a lot of the veterans and to see who's going who's gonna to really show out in this preseason opportunity. Because uh, it's going to be a very unique year, I have a feeling. So looking forward to, to seeing who's going to hold some value tomorrow night. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, shortened season, as we all know, and shortened turnaround and, and no summer league for us to even have a, have a decent look at before we just start firing into uh, preseason games. So, look, uh, we won't uh, probably, you know, dig in wildly deep here we're just going to probably throw some ideas across at each other and and see if we can agree on a few and maybe we disagree on a few it happens hey but first uh i just want to uh let you know about one of our sponsors here uh one of our major sponsors is uh my bookie that's mybookie.ag um so yeah if you guys out there are into betting live betting all that good stuff uh i i really urge you to go and check out our first sponsor and now personally i i'm not a better i, I learned very quickly that i am not very good at uh betting on sports or live sports uh so um what about you dave i think you might be into it 
Absolutely, I, I I do love a good uh, a good a good bet, uh, and my bookie's great for that. So I'm really looking forward to, to throwing some so some bets in for the preseason and, and beyond. So looking forward to that a lot. Oh, that's good. At least one of us is. Um, look, I, I learned pretty quickly. Like I said, that, that that betting on sports is just not my goal. I'll stick to DFS and and be better at that. But seriously, with the NBA just uh, obviously about to start up again, now's the time to get skin in the game with my bookie, uh, where odds boost, lightning deals, and free bets away all season long um and with the nfl playoffs right around the corner is that right nfl playoffs right around the corner absolutely uh very yeah. close uh, we're already um trying to think we're already almost in, in in the later stages of the season so uh right around the corner for sure there you go man i don't get a lot of nfl over here uh my my footy season is uh yeah a few months away yeah that runs through winter over here so uh anyway uh with the playoffs right around the corner we know who the teams are we know what they're capable of and it's not difficult to find some value in the lines so whether you're a first-time customer of being playing my bookie for years there's no shortage shortage of value to be found uh sign up or get reloaded today find an edge make your bet and just get paid they also boast a fully fresh fully-fledged, sorry, casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table, slot, and card games you'd expect to find at your local casino or local casino. That'll do it. And the best part is, at MyBookie, the doors never close, so you can continue to build your bankroll even after the stadium lights have gone out. Make the right play and sign up at MyBookie. And when you do, use promo code. Make sure you use the promo code, guys. Promo code is Hoopball, so H O O P B A W L L to get your deposit matched halfway. And that is all the way up to a thousand bucks. So the terms are really simple. You put in 200, they'll match you with 100 in your account. So if you were uh, already planning to bet this season, this is just free betting money. It is winning season at mybookie.ag. So come on, join in the fun and win some cash while you're at it. Cool. Uh, that is the little sponsorship message out of the way. Uh, let's jump into the slate. Uh, Dave, the first matchup we've got here, Orlando Magic and Atlanta Hawks. Now, I wasn't able to find over-unders, and that's not surprising. Uh, we do have some um, some lists of questionables and outs, though. So for Orlando, uh, James Ennis is questionable. And we know that Terrence Ross, of course, Jonathan Isaac, uh, but Al Farik Amino and also Mo Bamba are out for this one. Uh, Atlanta? No unquestionable, but but uh, out we have Onyeka Onkongu. Jeez, oh, that's the first time trying to say that one. I hope I got that even close. Uh, and Tony Snell and Chris Dunn are also out. So let's jump in. Uh, Dave, Orlando, uh, what do you have? What, what are you looking at here? Yeah, this matchup, I think, is, is definitely a juicy one if we're talking regular season uh, when everyone's full strength and, and really um, playing because – for me, on Orlando's side, going up against an Atlanta team that uh, scores a lot but also gives up a lot of points. Um, so normally I'd be targeting quite a few guys. But for me, uh, looking at this matchup, looking at a bunch of the younger guys. So Markel Fultz uh, was really seeing kind of a turnaround towards towards that latter half of, of the season uh, and into the bubble. So I like him uh, fairly well at, at $5,000 price tag certainly in play for me as a potential point guard, shooting guard option. Mm-hmm. And then for me also on the front court, uh, it's hard to go wrong with Nikola Vucevic. Um, he's a price at 8,000. Again, you know, his minutes might be limited given the first game of the preseason um, and with the short uh, layoff in between, uh, between the season and uh, the playoffs and preseason. But 
with that said, I think he might be worth uh, worth a target in, in that later stage of, of, of the pricing. Okay, yeah, cool. And and as we go through, we'll, we'll probably notice or, or mention a few times that pricing is almost going to become irrelevant uh, because there is just so much value and so many lower price guys that you can target in, in a preseason game. Paying up for, you know, 8000 8, for Vooch, uh, you know, that's not going to be an issue later on. Even if he doesn't quite get to that value, we're just looking for as many fantasy points as we can get. So, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I'm a little worried about Mark, Markel Fultz. Maybe they ease him in, you know, uh, injury history and that type of thing but uh i I don't mind the pick at all um the guy that uh on the lower end of the the salary scale that i did want to have a bit of a look at was cole anthony so um they picked him with their 15 pick uh i think he's probably gonna have a look at you know plenty of backup minutes um uh during the season and and I'm, i'm just having a look at him here as a bit of a flyer um Rookie, let's see what he can do with the ball in his hands and, and see if he can pull us in some fantasy points. What do you think of that? I actually love that pick. I, I initially marked up on my list for Orlando as Cole Anthony's potential. I'm just really hesitant for me um, as we go through a lot of the matchups, a lot of the rookies. I just feel like it's going to be an adjustment going from college ball, playing in North Carolina, to NBA action. So I think it's going to take a few games for, for a guy like Cole Anthony um, to really get his um, get his kind of uh, adjustment to the NBA. Okay, cool. Yeah, and and look, you know, this is this is how DFS works for people uh, and and the way they attack things. Uh, Mike and I speak about it a fair bit, and that is people have different outlooks on the way the game might go. And and we're already seeing a difference right here. I'm thinking maybe, you know, if they want to get these, they've got a shortened preseason. Um, they've had no summer league. So maybe they want to get a guy, a few guys like this with a ball in their hands and just see what they can do and get the confidence up before the actual season starts. But yeah, I can see it both ways. Um, anyone else on this team that you may be looking at? I think that's pretty much it for me on the Orlando side. There's, there's a bunch of guys in the lower price salary range in the 4000 range that might be worth a look like uh, Dwayne Bacon, Michael Carter-Williams. But again, you know, these are guys that in a normal slate you might want to look at given their low price tag. But given all the value that we're going to kind of cover, cover as we go through a bunch of these matchups, um, these are guys I wouldn't really uh, target in, in, in this particular case. Yeah, fair enough. And and I had a little bit of a question mark over Dwayne Bacon as well. But as you mentioned, there's plenty of value down here later on. We've got five games to get through. So uh, let's move on to Atlanta. Um, I, I think the Hawks are pretty interesting. Lloyd Pierce has got a lot of new toys to play with. So I'm uh, interested to see how they do swing this out in the preseason. What, what do you have on the Atlanta side of things? Yeah, the Atlanta side is certainly interesting. It's one of my more intriguing, um, I would say, teams that I'm going to be looking at for for, for tonight. So uh, a couple of the the big hitters, just right off the bat, Trey Young, John Collins. Trey Young's in price at 8,500. Again, uh, you kind of touched on it. You know, he doesn't have to hit value necessarily. His minutes might be down given the first preseason game, but I think he's going to be itching to play uh, because Atlanta was not one of the few teams selected to the bubble. So they really are going to be looking forward to, I think, to getting some some game reps as much as they can. So him and John Collins, and John Collins at 7,400 in the center position, are two of my top-tier uh, targets uh, across the entire slate. Um, and then in terms of value, there's there's a number of guys that, that we can really look at on Atlanta's side. Um, I think it starts with one of their brand-new additions, 
uh, potential starter, Bogdan Bogdanovich, uh, coming in at 4,800. I think they're really excited about him. Um, they, they really they brought him in to, to really see what, what he can do in the starting lineup. So I think they're going to give him some decent exposure and see how he kind of meshes with, 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 with some of the, the big guns and Trey Young and John Collins. So I like him a lot. Um, a couple of the other young guys that are coming in, Cam Reddish, 4,200 uh, in the shooting guard position. He's another guy that I'm going to be looking at quite a bit. Uh, Kevin Huerter at 4,700 is also in play for me. Um, and then at the power forward spot, DeAndre Hunter um, is another guy that I'm also going to be looking at a little bit as well at 4,300. So there's a ton of value on the Atlanta side. Uh, what about you? Yeah, there really is a ton of value, and and we are right on the same page here. You know, I think this is one of the teams you can have a look at with a little bit more confidence going into this game because there are so many pieces on this team now that Lloyd Pierce is going to have to find a fit, and he's going to have to find a fit quickly. So I think we see some of these guys get more minutes than some of the higher price guys on other teams. You know, older guys, things like that. Um, I love the Bogdanovich call. He is my number one target here as well. Uh, and as you mentioned, he, he's the brand new toy. They're going to need to get him fitting in with this starting five really quickly. And I can see Lloyd Pierce playing him a stack in the preseason games. Trey Young, absolutely. I think you mentioned, you know, he's going to want to play. I think that Trey is just that type of dude. He, he's really not... Um, He's very durable, he's young, you know, he's powerful and fast. He's not going to be in any kind of injury worry for the, for the Hawks. And, you know, he, like you said, we don't have to reach value. We just got to get the maximum points we can. So I love the Trey Young call as well. I'll be playing a stack of him. Um, who else did we – oh, and you know it again, my pick, DeAndre Hunter. Um, I think uh, everything opens up in this one especially. Uh, I, I don't think we see um, – on Kongu out there, he's, he's having some foot issues. Uh, and if he's having foot issues as a rookie, that's not great. They're not going to risk him. So I think it all just opens up for Hunter. Cool. Um, I think that probably covers the Hawks, unless you got anyone else you want to mention. No, I, I, th I think I, I mentioned quite a few on the Hawks <laughs> side. I mean, there's, there's certainly a lot of pieces on the Hawks. So I'm definitely looking forward from a DFS perspective to, to track this team. Uh, this season so looking forward to that yeah cool okay let's move on to the next one uh we have the new york knickerbockers up against the detroit pistons um oh well, i may have missed the detroit's questionable and outs here so apologies if i have missed that but uh the only questionable that's come up for new york at this stage is austin rivers um yeah so let's jump into the knicks david what do you reckon yeah, uh, it's actually exciting. I, I know that in the previous matchup, I kind of steered away from a lot of the rookies, but with the Knicks, I mean, there's there's certainly some intriguing pieces that I really want to look at uh, pretty extensively. So I think it starts with um, one of their front court players in Obi Toppin, uh, top ten pick this year, uh, coming in with with quite a bit of hype uh, from from uh, Dayton. Played really consistent offensive basketball. I think in a matchup against the Pistons in the preseason, I think he's going to have all the opportunity to really shine and, and show what he's capable of. At a 4,800, he's a guy that I'm going to be looking at very heavily in a lot of DFS lineups. Um, and then a couple other guys that are really trying to um, have reclamation projects and really try and, and show that they're ready to take the next step in their careers. A guy that was a rookie last year, R.J. Barrett, 4,700, also in play. Um, I think he's going to have a lot of opportunity uh, to really show what he's capable of this season. Um, so he's a guy I'm looking at. And then in the front court, 
in the center position. Mitchell Robinson, 4,900. Uh, that price tag is, is really nice uh, for a guy that can consistently put up points, rebounds, and blocks if he can just stay out of foul trouble. He's another guy that I'm looking at on, on the Knicks side. Yeah, cool. Uh, Mitch Robinson is very low there. That's that's a really low price for, for Robinson. Do you, do you have any interest in Nerlens Noel at all at that center spot in this one? Yeah, um, Nerlens Noel is certainly an option. Um, I think for the regular season, I would be a lot more sold on uh, Nerlens Noel kind of um, outlook. Uh, given the 4,400 price tag, it's super low. He's gonna, He should get plenty of opportunities to, to show what he's capable of. Um, I just... I'm, for me, it's more of understanding what that timeshare is going to look like with Mitchell Robinson. Um, is there going to be an, enough minutes for Nolan Zowell to hit value? But I have no problem with Nolan Zowell at that price tag. You would hope in the regular season, for, for the Knicks' sake, that they play a lot more Mitch Robinson than they have in the past. And as you mentioned, he's got to stay out of foul trouble to do that. Uh, but he did seem to cut down on his foul trouble later in the season, uh, last season. So, yeah, Mitch Robinson's a great play. Uh, who else did I have noted here? Obi Toppin, absolutely. I mean, th- there is some rumours going around Twitter and, and other such places that, you know, he, he's vying for the starting power forward position. So um, why not uh, have a go at him here? He, he's going to be looking to prove himself. As you said, he, he's an offensive um scorer and and player probably not so much defense but we don't necessarily need a defensive player in in dfs we're looking for point scoring rebounds and all the stuff that goes along with it um so yep totally agree with that one um the other guy that i had down here and, and it's only really a, a bit of a dart throw flyer type is Emmanuel quickly um you know that these guys have picked him up this year as well and uh we know austin rivers is potentially not going to play i don't know how much alfred payton we see so you know there's a potential chance just to have a bit of a, a throw with Emmanuel quickly here and see if he gets some minutes anyone else on the next team for you I have to say, Brendan, that call on Emmanuel Quigley is great. Um, he's, for me, that's another guy that you touched on. I think uh, it's a great call. Uh, Kentucky guards, um, in general, <laughs> in the NBA, um, have been prolific throughout uh, throughout history. So I think um, it, it's, it's worth a flyer at 4,000. Um, why not? He's a guy that came in shooting 43% in Kentucky from three-point line. So he's a guy that can fill it up very quickly. So another guy that can really fill up an offensive end. Um, I think that that's the last guy that I would look at from the Knicks side. So you, you nailed it completely. Yeah, we seem to be on the same page. And, and look, th- this this is seems to be a recurring theme in, in what I've picked out of this preseason game is, is these younger uh, backcourt guys uh, who, you know, will have a role later on in the regular season for some of these teams. And so where else are they going to get this experience? It's the preseason. So you'll see that pop up again a little bit later from me as well. Cool. Um, let's... Cross over to the Pistons. Uh, I don't know about you, but I, I have a, a pretty big target in the backcourt here. I'm wondering if you have the same guy again, but uh, let's let's see what you think about the Pistons. Yeah, let's hope. Um, so for me, it, it's their brand-new announcement. Um, their starting point guard is going to be a rookie uh, who's been playing overseas in Germany uh, these past couple of years, Killian Hayes. Um, bing, 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 bing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, 4,400 <laughs> starting point guard, getting the keys to, to, to run the offense, a uh, young player, a guy that put up in Germany close to six assists and, and a one and a half steals, a bigger guy, um, bigger body. So he, I think he can really um, 
be very durable in, in today's NBA. So I, I like him a lot. Um, so he's one of my best picks uh, from this entire uh, this entire game. So he's, he's he's another guy that I'm really looking at very strongly. Uh, and then also on the Pistons side, I'm a guy in the front court, small forward. Uh, I'm going to butcher his name, uh, and that's apologies to all the listeners. Uh, Siku Dum, uh, Domboya. I, I definitely blew that. but uh, <laughs> That's close. I, I hear Domboya. Yeah. I hear Dumbaye. Uh Yeah. <laughs> tomato, um, tomato. Right. Uh, at 4,300, I think he's going to plenty of opportunity to, to get some heavy minutes in his first season game. So I like him a lot, too. So those are my two guys on the Pistons side. What about you? Yeah, I'll just throw in one more there, and it's a little bit of uh, preseason hype around uh, what Dillon Wright or Delon Wright might might be able to do with this team. Uh, Forty seven hundred, he, he's just another value play here. He, he's, you know, touted as potentially having a breakout year. So I don't know. He should really have the the um, shooting guard spot locked down for for regular season. He, he can rebound a bit. He, he dishes out a few assists and 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 has the potential to grab some some steals. He's actually one of my regular season fantasy sleepers. I'm picking him up late in drafts wherever I can um, just to see what happens there. Um, but yeah, I think we we pretty much nailed it. I, I don't really want too much else to do with the Pistons here. I think I think we can probably just move straight on to the next game. But uh, look, before we do, we'll just uh, quickly drop in uh, another one of our sponsors. We, we are super super happy to uh, be involved with Manscaped. Um, Manscaped uh, have been sponsoring us at, here at Hootball for some time. You probably heard us talk about the Lawnmower 3.0, uh, but uh, you, you need to listen up now because there is a new Manscaped product alert. Manscaped uh, just released, uh, and I think this is one of the greatest product names I've heard for a long time. It is the Weed Whacker. Uh, the Weed Whacker is the nose and ear hair trimmer, and that, that is the coolest name ever. So, uh, yeah, boys, take a look in the mirror. Guarantee if you're not, you know, really keeping up uh, on your grooming that you probably got a new a, a few sticky outies going on there out of your nostrils and your ears. So uh, we uh, we want you guys to look your best, and, and the Weed Whacker nose and ear hair trimmer is the best way to do it. Um, personally, I, I need to get myself one of these. I've been doing this business with a pair of nail scissors and it is not good. It, it's not good. It's dangerous. I, I don't know what I'm thinking. I need to get myself a weed whacker. Um, Man, Manscaped is, uh, forever changing the grooming game with their weed whacker. Uh, this, uh, new trimmer provides proprietary skin safe technology, uh, which is, uh, the, uh, technology from Manscaped that helps present, uh, prevent nicks, snags and tugs. And none of those sound nice especially when you're talking about your nostril area um the premium manscape weed wacker uses a 9000 rpm motor uh 360 degree rotary dual blade system it's intelligently contoured design enhances the trimming experience and it is waterproof so you can take this thing into the shower it makes for uh, easy operation when you're in there and of course uh, makes for easy cleaning as well it is the only nose hair trimmer on the market with a powerful and rechargeable lithium-ion battery that lasts for up to 90 minutes of use. I tell you what, if you're using a weed whacker for 90 minutes, you're going to have the cleanest ears and nostrils uh, in the land. Uh, Manscaped is making whacking your ne- your weeds a time to look forward to, delivering maximum confidence while providing hygiene. And yes, you will get a replaceable blade every three months to keep your weed whacking time clean and enjoyable. 
It's time to upgrade your Manscaped routine with the Weed Whacker. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code. And the code isn't here, Dan Bespris. What am I doing? I mean, unless the code is XXX, you guys can try that. Uh, try the try the code XXX at manscaped.com. Um, and uh, I, I imagine that's probably Hoopball or something, something similar, but tr- give them both a go. Uh, thank you, Manscaped, for keeping our pubes trimmed and hairs in our holes looking nice. Oh, there it is. There is there is the hoop ball code. It is hoop ball twenty. So there you go. Twenty percent off free shipping at manscape manscape.com with the with the code hoop ball twenty. Woo, I got through it. Let's get back into it, David. Uh Houston Rockets and Chicago Bulls. Houston, uh questionable. Questionable, James Harden. Surely James Harden is out. I uh, believe he has to go through uh, multiple COVID checks and pass them six days in a row or something like that. So uh, it's very, very unlikely he's playing. Um, questionable, I believe, Boogie Cousins, Sterling Brown, David Nwaba. Uh, and for Chicago, questionable, nobody but out, Garrett, Garrett Temple and Denzel Valentine. David, I've talked for a long time now, mate. Let's get into the Houston Rockets. What do you uh, think of the Rockets in this one? Yeah, the Houston Rockets during the regular season, I would be very excited about what's going to happen with the Rockets with their revamped lineup and their new strategy. It appears to be with Daryl Morey out the door. But uh, with that said, preseason with Harden out, John Wall coming in, first game action. Um, I'm I wouldn't put a lot of stock in John Wall at seventy seven hundred. Um, I'll stay away from him. But for me, it's a lot of the, the lower price guys on the backcourt. Chris Clemens is a guy that should get plenty of run um, at the backup point guard position. Uh, he should get plenty of minutes. $4,000 is, is a pretty nice price tag to pay for him. Um, he should get 25, 30 minutes. He should have no problem hitting some value there. Uh, for me also, the shooting guard, uh, Gerald Green, another guy, a veteran, but a guy that should get some playing time, can do a little bit of, of everything on the court in terms of, of shooting, uh, with some rebounding, potentially some steals here and there. Um, so another guy, 4,100 worth of flyer. Um, and then for me, in the uh, in the front court, we got Ben McLemore, 4,600. Another guy that uh, should get plenty of opportunity uh, in this kind of matchup, first preseason game. A uh, guy that should get plenty of run. Love him. And then the brand new, shiny new power forward, <laughs> Christian Wood. Um, really excited to see how they incorporate an actual power forward center into their lineup for the first time in it feels like years. Um, so I, I'm looking forward to, to seeing what Christian Wood can do uh, with his new team, 7,500 worth of flyer, uh, even, even at that higher tiered price tag. What about you? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking straight at Christian Wood as well and, and probably not even as a flyer, uh, even with the elevated price tag, as we've already mentioned, it's not about salaries in this one. Uh, I actually think uh, he, he's potentially going to be one of the chalkier plays on this slate. Everybody's been talking about Christian Wood in this offseason. Uh, but as my buddy uh, Micah Potria says, sometimes you just have to eat the chalk. And I think this is one of those cases. He, you know, we, we know what he's capable of on a points per minute um, basis for, for DFS. And I don't see him getting you know, 
low minutes here. I think they're gonna they're gonna unleash him and 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 see what happens. Uh, yeah, you mentioned John Wall. Uh, I think Unveil is probably closer to the truth in this one than Unleash. He's, he's going to be on restricted minutes no matter what happens here. So I'm not going near there. Uh, but another uh, nice little um, pick that we both have here in our pockets, and Chris Clemens is the one for me. I think he gets all the run he can handle, uh, given that especially you know I think that John Wall will be limited if he plays at all, and and Chris Clemens has a chance to you know get. Get us some really good fantasy points. I like it a lot. Good call, man. Um, okay, so that covers us for the Houston Rockets. No one else you want to throw in there? No, I, the Houston Rockets are definitely going to be more of a wait and see for me. Um, but I'm looking forward to, to seeing what, what they throw out there um, on tonight's slate. Yeah, for sure. Hey, who's your team? Who, who do you follow? My team, a diehard uh, Philadelphia 76ers fan. Uh, oh, okay. For many, many years. So uh, they're not playing, unfortunately, uh, but I'm looking forward to, to following them this season. Not in this first one, but I'm sure you'll get to them soon enough. Yeah, interesting times for Philly as well. Uh, you know, changing things up and just, just trying to get that... that uh, Spacing happening with Simmons and Embiid, so we'll see what happens over there. But, uh, hey, we're not focused on them tonight. Oh, my team's the Pelicans, by the way, um, just just in case anyone is wondering. <laughs> so um, that that's, uh, yeah, yeah, you'll hear me get excited when we talk about the Pels. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move across to the Chicago Bulls. Um, I know who I am targeting here, and, again, it's a backcourt guy. Uh, a couple of other plays or maybe one other play that I'm looking at here. But, yeah, man, let's let's see what you got. Who, who are you targeting here on the Chicago Bulls? Yeah. Uh, for me, the Chicago Bulls, all my guys are $4,000 even. Um, so Ooh. starting with, with the backcourt, I got Shaq Harrison uh, coming in at 4000 uh, He should get plenty of run. Um, both in preseason, but also in the regular season, I, I like him a lot. Um, he's a he's a young kind of a younger guy that I think should get plenty of run. Um, has a very very fantasy friendly game as well because uh, he gets a lot of steals. Um, he's able to 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 do a little bit of everything on the court. So he's a guy that I like a lot. And then in the front court, a couple guys, uh, Noah Vonley at four thousand uh, is is definitely worth a look. Um, a guy that could get some 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 decent minutes. Uh, and then another guy, Daniel Gafford, uh, at center position, $4,000. So he's another guy that I'm looking at uh, because I don't envision uh, they're playing a lot of Wendell Carter uh, in this kind of matchup. Uh, so that's why I'm going to be looking at uh, Daniel Gafford a, a little bit as well. Okay, cool. So I'm just writing some names down here because we are different on this one. So just taking some notes on what you've said there. I like that. Good calls. Um, look, I, I'm probably headed a little bit more straight down the line on a couple of guys that will be the starting guys in 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 the regular season, and I'm hoping that they just get a bit of extended run here, you know, maybe push past 25 minutes. Um, both of them are young guys, so uh, Kobe, Kobe White is the first one uh, I want in this lineup. Um, you know, I don't think Zach Levine plays much here, if at all, and, and uh, I, I think that Kobe should be off the leash early, hopefully. Um, the other guy that I wanted was – oh, you mentioned Wendell Carter Jr. as not being on your radar. He's actually on my radar here, so that's just a little bit of different thinking. It's just sticking with the youth policy and who's probably p playing a decent number of minutes. Um, uh, he's sitting – 
in the centre spot. If you look at the other teams around, a lot of older guys at that kind of price point, and I don't see those guys getting minutes where I see Carter Jr. maybe getting more of a run here. Uh, but, hey, horses for courses, and, and everybody has different opinions. You can take uh, from what Dave said and what I said as you will. Cool. Uh, let's move on to the – I think this is the last game of the slate. No, there's two more. Uh, let's see if we can rip through uh, LA Clippers and LA Lakers. David Mankoff, who do you have here for the, Oh, sorry, we'll run through uh, the questionables and outs. Uh, questionable for the Clippers, nobody out. Jay Scrub. I, I don't know what we're going to do without a person called Jay Scrub. I don't know who that person is. Uh, <laughs> but it is not affecting my lineups whatsoever. Uh, LA Lakers, questionable. Alfonso McKinney and out. The obvious guys, LeBron James and AD, will not be suiting up in this one. So, given that uh, news, let's uh, see what you got there on the Clippers, David. Yep. So, on the Clippers side, um, a couple guys in the backcourt I'm really targeting. Uh, I think for me, Terrence Mann, a guy that should get opportunity to play, get some run, 4,200. A guy that, that should be able to, to get some, some decent minutes um, given. Uh, a lot of the veterans are probably not going to get a lot of run in this matchup. And at 4,200, he's definitely another guy that's worth a look um, towards the, the, the lower-priced um, options. And then one of the newcomers uh, in the backcourt, Luke Kennard, 4,400. Excited to see what, what he can bring to the Clippers lineup. Um, he's another guy that, that you're rarely going to see him priced at that, at that uh, price point. So worth a worth, uh, look quite a bit um, as well in, in DFS. So I'm going to have quite a bit of exposure. Um, and then for me, no one in the Clippers front court really speaks to me, um, just given all the moving pieces um, and given that it's first piece in game after a disappointing kind of finish to their playoff run. Love it. Love it, love it. You and I are going to get along just fantastically, dude. Uh, I, I am looking at Luke Kennard. Um, I, I think he probably falls off the board a little bit as far as regular fantasy season um, play goes um, for the Clippers. Uh, obviously, he's, he's going to be way down the pecking order there. But in, in the preseason stuff, yep, all in on Luke Kennard and especially at that price. Uh, I did have a look at Terrence Mann. I, I, think he, I think I'm with you. I think he gets a, a whole lot of run here. Um, I'm just not sure that uh, – look – in it, what I'm trying to say is I'm looking at Reggie Jackson more than Terrence Mann here. I think that Reggie Jackson maybe has a slightly higher ceiling for DFS, but we'll see. Uh, either or. Um, and, yes, I don't want anything to do with the front court either. Um, I just can't see the rotations in this one. Um, there are... No names that I want to look at. I cannot pick who they're going to play, and I definitely don't think it's a big Zubach for, you know, large amounts of time or anything like that. So, cool. I think we're on the same page there. Um, covered the Clippers. Let's move on to the Lakers. A uh, couple of guys I'm looking at, and, again, it is backcourt guys, but uh, let's see what you think, David. Yeah, uh, the Lakers, you know, if this is, again, regular season, I would be very excited about the Lakers because they have a bunch of new pieces I'm really excited about, like Dennis Schroeder coming in. Um, I think he's a guy that can really provide a lot of value. But uh, preseason game one with guys like LeBron James out, uh, potentially, uh, definitely out, apologies. LeBron James out, Anthony Davis out. Um, I like in the backcourt Alex Caruso, um, yep. everyone's favorite Los Angeles Laker, uh, <laughs> 4,200. Uh, that price point is really strong considering he's going to get plenty of run. 
Um, and then another guy you can look at also in that backcourt in the Lakers, Quinn Cook, 4,000. Uh, they just re-signed him. Um, he's a guy that normal circumstances would barely get off the bench, but in this case, he should be able to get 15, 20, up to even 25 minutes, depending on, on how this game kind of goes. So I like them a lot. And then kind of the same, same narrative as the Clippers. There's really no one in the front court that I, that I really want to look at on the Lakers side. Uh, what about you? Uh, at the start of this podcast, we mentioned that this may be a bit of a crapshoot because it's the first preseason slate of uh, the year, and yet we are just consistently falling on the same guys here. So maybe it's not as crappy as we thought. Uh, Alex Caruso, ab- absolutely. If LeBron is out, Caruso is an automatic plug-in for me. Uh, and I love the Quinn Cook call here as well. I think I think he's getting a, a pretty good allotment of minutes here. Um, I'm not sure I'm playing both of these guys in the same lineup, but um, yeah, I think you can flip between them maybe as a pivot in if you're doing multiple lineups for for tonight's slate the only other guy that i am actually looking at is uh horton tucker so is that talon talon horton tucker talon yep talon so yeah look there's just a little buzz around this guy uh especially on social media twitter if you if you're following along with all the um you know nba teams and reporters and such uh they just continue to tout him as being a, a future nba player and and what better place to give a guy like that some some wingspan and let him go uh, than a preseason game? So I am looking at a little bit of Horton Tucker here as well. Probably not in a huge amount of lineups. What what do you think about him? Yeah, I actually like him. Um, I thought he really in limited minutes. He showed some some potential. Um, he's a guy that to to kind of what the buzz is around in terms of his opportunity. I think down the road he's going to get plenty of opportunity. Um, but I think he's a guy that that could potentially show out in this type of matchup in this type of environment. So, so I really like that call as, as another guy to throw in if, if you really uh, want another cheaper option. Yeah, for sure. Um, what about Trez? Are you, do you have any interest in Montrez Harrell here? Is there any chance they want to get him acclimated to the team or throw him out there and see what happens? I mean, he's a pretty durable guy. Um, I did have him kind of listed as a as a maybe. Do you have any interest in Trez? Yeah, no. Montrez is certainly a, a, an intriguing option in their front court. I mean, someone has to play um, for, for the yeah. Lakers. So using that logic, he's definitely a guy that that's going to get an opportunity. I just I just don't know if he's going to bring that same motor and energy, given that it's preseason game one. So I don't know if that's six two hundred, uh, because that price tag is pretty high for for a guy that he in, in the playoffs he kind of folded completely. Um, so I don't know if if at that price tag I'm going to willing to take the trigger if it was regular season preseason um, with so many guys. Uh, price at, at such reasonable prices he might be worth looking at but but he's not a guy that i'm going to be putting too much stock into yeah i'm kind of on the same wavelength i think there is a chance that maybe they just want to get him out there get him get him comfortable in a, in a lakers uniform and and if i know trez which i don't but if i know him uh you know he now plays for the lakers that's that's a big deal there's been some off-court stuff going on with the clippers the team that he left so there's just a chance here we see some um you know Big uh, fist-pumping, mouth-open Montrez plays. Who knows? Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, anyone else on the Lakers you're targeting, or is that about it? That's about it for me. Uh, what about you? 
I think that covers it for me as well. Uh, cool. Uh, last game of the slate. Let's uh, crack into this one. It's the Sacramento Kings and the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, for me, the Kings is another fairly interesting team preseason just to see what shakes out here. Uh, questionable for the Kings, though, we have Hassan Wyside uh, and also Marvin Bagley III. Um, no one is out on the Kings uh, at this time. Trailblazers, uh, questionable. Yusuf Nurkic, I wouldn't expect him to suit up if he's going in questionable. Uh, and and out we have Rodney Hood and Zach Collins. So let's jump straight into it, Dave. Sacramento Kings, what do you got? Yeah, this is going to be interesting. Um, I think for me, uh, another one of the higher-priced options, De'Aaron Fox, 8,300 on the Kings. Um, he should be able to get some minutes. Uh, it's just a matter of how many minutes. Um, and preseason, again, we can ignore that price tag, and we just want to see if you can rack up some assists and points. Um, and I think he can potentially do that in, in this type of matchup. Uh, and this game's on ESPN, so he might be a little more motivated given it's on national TV, although I don't know how many viewers <laughs> it's going to be for preseason, <laughs> preseason at 10.30 uh, Eastern. But um, And then we got another guy in the backcourt for me, uh, a brand-new rookie, uh, Tyrese Halliburton. A lot of hype uh, around him. Uh, going into uh, the draft, and I watched uh, quite a bit of him at Iowa State, uh, and he's a guy that I can really do a bunch of different things on the court. Um, he's very versatile, um, and I think at 4,500, he's going to get plenty of opportunity, especially in the preseason, to, to really show what he's capable of. So I like him a lot, uh, and that, that's pretty much it on the, um, on the Sacramento side. Okay. Yeah, cool. Uh, absolutely. I've got Tyrese Halliburton written down here as well. Um, uh, you know, nice new rookie. Uh, he's going to get plenty of opportunity this season. I'm interested to see uh, what his game style produces in terms of DFS numbers. We'll just have to wait and see, but uh, he's going to get plenty of opportunity and, and should get opportunity in this matchup as well. So if he can get to, you know, over 10 actual points, pitch in some assists and maybe gets us some steals as well. He's definitely worth a look. Uh, I'm with you, Darren Fox. I'm all over Darren Fox in this one. Um, he's kind of in that same Trey Young kind of mold, wants to play, will play, can't stop me playing kind of guy. So uh, I think he, he fits the mold for uh, this type of preseason matchup. Like you said, we don't need 50 fantasy points, but if you can get to 30, 35 in limited minutes, then then that's pretty good for me. Uh, the other guy in the backcourt here for the Kings I, I'm, I'm looking at as well is Corey Joseph. So uh, he is probably going to be the backup point guard or, or almost definitely the backup point guard to De'Aaron Fox. And uh, again, it's just the same kind of thinking where uh, if De'Aaron Fox sits, uh, sits or is on limited minutes, uh, they need someone to run the unit and that's going to be Corey Joseph. So I'm having a look at Corey Joseph here as well. Uh, what about front court? You, you kind of said not really. Yeah, uh, for me, I just looked at this front court. There's a bunch of guys that, that could get some run. Um, but at the price point, there's not really anyone that I'm particularly interested in. Uh, there's just a bunch of guys that, that are really going to potentially have a minutes cap, um, but also guys that, that are priced a little bit, um, a little bit more difficult for me, like, like a Glenn Robinson at 4,600, uh, that price point's a little high, uh, given his potential output, uh, and Harrison Barnes as well. So, so I'm, I'm going to steer clear. What, what about, what about for you? 
No, I'm, I'm pretty much of the same thinking here. I'm, I, I can't quite peg down who's going to play minutes and what the rotations are going to be here in the front court for the Kings. So uh, I think I might just leave that alone as well. Uh, cool. On the same page there, let's move on. Last team of the day, Dave, it is uh, the Portland Trailblazers. Very interesting. Um, I struggled with this team a little bit and only came up with a couple of guys. So uh, let's see how you did if, uh, if you did any better than I did there. Yeah, um, I, I have a couple guys. So for me, I, I think it's more of intrigue versus a guy that I really want to potentially throw into a lot of my lineups. But I guess same similar kind of fashion with Aaron Fox. I mean, Damian Lillard is, is a gamer, um, preseason or not. If, if he gets any kind of minutes, um, he's a guy that can really do a lot. Uh, 8,700, again, you know, at this point, you just need guys that are proven scorers and proven guys that I can put up 30, 40 fantasy points consistently uh, from a DFS perspective. So, so for me, I'm definitely going to be looking at Damian Lillard uh, in my lineups. And then another guy, um, another guy from the from the Trailblazers, I really like a lot. Uh, Gary Trent Jr., um, 4,400. Um, he's rumored to be potentially starting this year. Um, there's there's been a lot of conversations or the first guy off the bench potentially. So he's a guy that really showed out um, in the latter half of the bubble oh, um, yeah. in the playoffs as well. So really excited to see what he's going to do this year. Um, and, and, you know, another fun fact, he's a former Michigan State guy, and I'm a huge Michigan State supporter. So um, I, I always try and support the, the Spartan alum as much as possible. So I but you don't let that affect your DFS decisions, do you? Surely. Uh, of course not. Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I also, in the front court, a couple guys, Monsieur Little, uh, 4,000, uh, another guy that uh, should get plenty of opportunity um, in this kind of uh, game setting with a bunch of guys in the front court uh, being out. So he's a guy that's worth a shot. And then another guy uh, that's a former king, Harry Giles III, um, guy with a lot of talent coming into the NBA from Duke, 4,000, um, a lot of injury concerns in this past, but if he can be healthy at 4,000, absolutely going to have a fair share of my lineups. What about you? Love it. Love it, man. Love it. Love that Harry Giles Cole. Uh, great to see him come into this first preseason game without a questionable tag or any kind of tag. Looks like he's just ready to go. And there is a little buzz around on Twitter about him at the moment. Uh, I can absolutely see Harry Giles getting a really good run here in this one. Um, you know, it's going to be down to him. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, center position is going to be down to him and Cantor. Uh, I, I don't want much to do with Cantor in a preseason game, and I think Harry Giles just smashes DFS points out here. Um, love the Gary Trent Jr. call. I'm actually moving past Dame. Sorry to disagree with you, but I just worry about the age thing there and, and could be super limited. I'm much, much happier to take risks on the high price guys like uh, the younger guys like Trey and um, De'Aaron. I'll probably move past Dame and, and CJ in this one and, and head straight to Gary Trent Jr. So yeah, a little bit of difference there, but um, cool, man. Uh, unless you had anything else to add, I think we just wrapped up five games in pretty good time. Um, nothing else to add for the Blazers. Nothing else for me. Uh, really looking forward to just getting some, some long overdue uh, NBA action, although shorter than shorter than 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 historically possible. So really looking forward <laughs> to, to jumping in a little preseason in the middle of, of December. 
Uh, so am I, man. Absolutely. I've been hanging out for the NBA to start again and us DFS tragics, you know, we get to throw lineups in again and that's and that's awesome. I've had very little to do DFS wise over here in Australia. A little bit of cricket, which you guys probably don't know don't don't know too much about, but uh, really not, not much else, man. So bring it on, bring on preseason. Can't wait for it, uh, and and we're going to get in there and yeah, smash some DFS uh, slates hopefully. Hey, uh, before we go, David, just let everybody know where they can find you on Twitter. Absolutely, you can find me at dmank33, um, and I'm available for. For any questions or, or last-minute uh, consultations as well on the DFS side. So looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and all us hoopball DFS guys are on uh, on Twitter. Uh, we can take your questions if you just want to shoot them at us over the, the, the form, forum there or the uh, format there. We'll be happy to take your questions and, and hopefully uh, get you over the line in a few slates. Hey, that's it for for us, guys. First preseason uh, show done and dusted. You've been listening to Hoopball DFS today with David Menkoff. My name's Brenton Eckersley. You can find me on Twitter at Terrain72. So that's T-E-R-R-A-I-N-7-2. We'll see you out there, guys. Uh, let's go see what we can do with some DFS slates. See you later. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.